the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. The theme of Hosea is God's unfailing love for his people Israel. Despite Israel's unfaithfulness to God, God continued to love them and pursue them and pursue a relationship with them just as God loves us and his love for us is unfailing. Uh, Romans chapter 8 says, Nothing can separate us from God's love, which is in Christ Jesus. Have you ever heard the term minor prophets? The term by no means insinuates that they're lesser of any of the other prophets, but that the books themselves are shorter in nature. While Hosea is considered one of these minor prophets, its message is huge. As Pastor Dan will teach you in his message today, that message is a message of God's amazing love. In his study, you'll gain a better understanding of the nature of God's love for his own, even when his own live in rebellion. Now, here's Pastor Dan in the book of Hosea chapter 1 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Hosea is where we're going to be. We're starting a new book. We finished the book of Daniel last time, and so we're moving on to Hosea. It's like getting a first down in football. We're moving the chains. So move the bookmark in your Bible over to Hosea for me, chapter 1. Right after Daniel, we're just going straight through the Bible. So Hosea chapter 1 comes right after Daniel chapter 12 in your Bible. You know, we, uh, we only have like... 63 chapters or something left in the Bible, then we would have, we've gone through the whole Bible together. So we're almost there. Hosea chapter 1, let me pray for us, and then we'll get into it together. Lord we, uh, Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you that it's alive and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword. Lord, we thank you that it's always relevant to our lives. And uh, Lord, we thank you that we begin a new book. And Lord, we pray and ask that your Holy Spirit would be our teacher that you would open our eyes and our ears and our hearts to your word. I pray and ask, Lord, that your spirit would be upon me to teach your word. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to begin with just giving you a brief introduction to Hosea before we get into the text. Hosea is the first of what are called the minor prophets. The minor prophets. You have the, the major prophets, which are Isaiah through Daniel in your Bible. And then you have the minor prophets, which begin with Hosea and go to the end of the Old Testament to Malachi. So there's 12 minor prophets. I think the name minor prophets is a little misleading, uh, as if the minor prophets are some way inferior 
to the major prophets, like, like a baseball player in the minor leagues, you know, kind of thing. He's, he's a good player, but he's not a major league player, right? He doesn't make it to the majors. And, and we may think, well, the, the minor prophets are good prophets, but they're not major prophets, you know, kind of thing. The, the minor prophets are called the minor prophets just because they're shorter. There's the shorter books. That's the only reason they call them the minor prophets. Now, for Hosea, the books of the prophets are not in chronological order. So Hosea didn't live right after Daniel. In fact, Hosea lives a couple hundred years before Daniel. And Hosea ministered at a time when the kingdom of Israel was divided into the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. And you may recall that after King Solomon died, there was a civil war that broke out in Israel and the kingdom divided into two kingdoms. The northern kingdom, which is referred to as Israel at that point, 10 tribes become part of the northern kingdom that's called Israel. And then the southern kingdom is made up of two tribes and that is called Judah. Hosea ministered in the northern kingdom of Israel and his ministry lasts a long time, about 45 years Uh, If you're taking notes from about 755 B.C. to 710 B.C. Hosea is alive for the last six kings of the northern kingdom before the northern kingdom is conquered by the Assyrian Empire. Uh, uh, Hosea is alive when it's conquered. He sees the northern kingdom conquered by the Assyrians in 722 B.C., Uh, His ministry overlapped with Isaiah, the prophet. Isaiah ministered in the southern kingdom of Judah. The theme of Hosea is God's unfailing love for his people Israel. Despite Israel's unfaithfulness to God, God continued to love them and pursue them and pursue a relationship with them just as God loves us. And his love for us is unfailing. Uh, Romans chapter 8 says, Nothing can separate us from God's love, which is in Christ Jesus. So now let's, let's just get into the text a little bit. Uh, verse 1 says, Now the word of the Lord that came to Hosea, the son of Bari, in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, Kings of Judah, that's the southern kingdom. So these are the kings of the southern kingdom during Hosea's life. And in the days of Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel, that would be the northern kingdom where Hosea lives. Now the name Hosea, it means salvation. He's the son of Beri. His name means salvation. Hosea or Hosea. Uh, The word Hosanna, save us now. Uh, The name Joshua, Jehoshua, it's a conjugation of Yah, which is a a shortened version of Yahweh, and Hosea. Jehovah is salvation. That's what Joshua means. Uh, The Greek form of Joshua is Jesus. Jesus means Jehovah is salvation. Uh, When Mary was pregnant. And the angel appeared to Joseph and told Joseph that that which was, that the child in Mary's womb was of the Holy Spirit. And the angel told Joseph, and you shall call his name Jesus, 
for he shall save his people from their sins. Jesus, Jehovah is salvation. Jesus came to save us from our sins. That's, that was his purpose in coming. So Hosea means salvation. He's the son of Beri. Now Beri means the well of Jehovah. So if you put the two names together, you have salvation that comes from the well of Jehovah. Which reminds us of the story of the woman at the well. In John chapter 4 in the New Testament, uh, the woman at the well, as you know, she was a promiscuous woman. Just like the woman that we're going to meet here in Hosea chapter 1. And Jesus offered her salvation at a well. And he said to the woman, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. Jesus offered her salvation from the well of Jehovah. And so we have Hosea, which means salvation. He's the son of the well of Jehovah. Look at verse 2. Now, when the Lord, note what it says, when the Lord began to speak by Hosea, the Lord said to Hosea. Now, you can stop right there. Before the Lord spoke by Hosea, the Lord spoke to Hosea. And that's how it works. That's always the order. Before God will speak by you, God will speak to you. And that's why it's important for us to spend time with the Lord every day and be in the word every day so that the Lord has the opportunity to speak to us so that he can then speak by us. And how often have have we had the experience where you read something in your quiet time in the morning in the word and then later that day, it's the perfect thing to share with someone that you're talking to. And you can say, I was just reading this morning or just yesterday in my quiet time, I read a verse that might minister to you. The Lord speaks to us so he can speak by us. Now look what the Lord says to Hosea in verse 2. Here's what the Lord instructs Hosea to do. Go, take yourself a wife of harlotry and children of harlotry. For, here's why, the land has committed great harlotry by departing from the Lord. The Lord tells Hosea to go marry a harlot. A promiscuous woman. Your translation may even say a prostitute. The word can mean prostitute. Go marry a promiscuous woman. Go marry a prostitute who will be unfaithful to you. And and, and here's why the Lord says this to Hosea. He says, and your marriage will serve as a powerful illustration of Israel's relationship with their husband, Jehovah. Israel had been spiritually unfaithful to Jehovah, spiritually promiscuous. They departed from their husband, the Lord, and and went after other gods. Now, a couple of things that we want to say here with with this command to Hosea. First of all, In the Bible, Israel is described as the wife of Jehovah, and the church is the bride of Christ. And there's a distinction in the Bible between Israel and the church. The church has not replaced Israel. 
We'll return to today's edition of Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton in a moment. But first, Pastor Dan would like to extend a special invitation to our listeners. If you've enjoyed the messages on Ring of Truth, I'd like to personally invite you to join us this Sunday at Calvary Chapel. We're located in Columbia, Maryland, just five minutes from Routes 29, 95, and 100. I'd love for you to come be part of our time of worship and Bible study this weekend at 9 or 11 a.m. I always enjoy meeting listeners of Ring of Truth, so please be sure to introduce yourself to me after church. To find out more information and to get directions, visit our website at calvaryec.com. Thanks, Pastor Dan. That website again is calvaryec.com. We look forward to seeing you. Now, back to today's message. So Israel is the wife of Jehovah. Isaiah 54 verse 5 says, For your maker is your husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. And your redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. He is called the God of the whole earth. Yahweh is your husband. Jehovah is your husband. Israel is the wife of Jehovah. And the church is the bride of Christ. Now, sadly, Israel was an unfaithful wife to the Lord and prostituted herself to other gods. Even while she was in Egypt, you know, in our Genesis study, right, the uh, Jacob and his family have just gone down to Egypt, right? And the, the uh, children of Israel are going to be in Egypt for over 400 years. While they're in Egypt, they went after Egyptian gods and they worshiped Egyptian gods. They prostituted themselves to other gods. Uh, Joshua chapter 24, verse 14 says, Israel worshiped and served other gods while living in, in Egypt. So she was already prostituting herself before the Lord God redeemed her and rescued her out of her bondage in, in Egypt and brought her out of Egypt. She was already going after other gods, and yet God still rescued her and delivered her out. That's grace. That's grace. Grace is God's undeserved kindness. Israel didn't deserve to be delivered from Egypt by God. And, you know, and neither do we. We didn't deserve to be delivered from sin. We were dead in our trespasses and sins when God rescued us and saved us. Jesus came to save sinners. The Bible says he died for the ungodly, not the godly. The ungodly. And so we, we have experienced the same grace. While we were dead in our trespasses and sins, he made us alive. And while, while Israel was going after Egyptian gods for, you know, being unfaithful to her husband, the Lord, her husband rescued her. And then, if you remember the story, the story of Exodus, after God brought Israel, his wife, out of Egypt, he, he brought them to Mount Sinai in Exodus chapter 20, and God made a covenant with Israel there at Mount Sinai. The covenant at Mount Sinai is thought of as the wedding between God and his people. And remember, while Moses was up on Mount Sinai receiving the covenant, the agreement, Israel was down below fashioning a golden calf and worshiping a golden calf. Well, where, did, where did they get the idea of worshiping a golden calf? Egypt. 
That's one of the Egyptian gods. And, and here it is, as God is, is making a covenant with Israel, entering into a, a marriage covenant with Israel, the very same day they're making another god. You know, they're, they're unfaithful to their husband on their wedding day, essentially. And so here, God tells Hosea, go take a wife of harlotry, a woman who is unfaithful, and, and, and she will have children from her harlotry, children that are not Hosea's. And, and the reason you're going to do this, Hosea, is because your marriage will be an illustration, it will be a symbol of God's relationship with his unfaithful wife Israel and God's loyalty to Israel in spite of her unfaithfulness. Now, a second thing we want to note here is that God will use our lives as an illustration. God will use your life as an illustration, as a message to others. He'll use your life. He may use your marriage. He may use your, your family. He may use your circumstances as an illustration to others of God's character. He may use your life as an illustration of his love or his mercy or his forgiveness or his goodness or his healing power or his redemption or his commitment, his faithfulness, and so on and so on. You know, the, the, the Bible says that a, a Christian marriage represents the relationship between Jesus Christ and his bride, the church. You know, and husbands, we're told, husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church. And wives, submit to your husbands, just as the church is submitted to the headship of Jesus Christ. And so a Christian marriage illustrates this to the world. The love of Jesus Christ, the devotion of Jesus Christ for his church. Now, we don't illustrate it perfectly, because <laughs> we're sinners, but it, it, it illustrates Christ's love and devotion to his bride, the church. And, and God will use your life as an illustration, as a symbol, as a message to others. The Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul tells us that his life was an illustration. And 1 Timothy chapter 1, Paul said, But God had mercy on me so that Christ Jesus could use me as a prime example of his great patience with even the worst sinners then others will realize that they too can believe in him and receive eternal life. Paul said, my life is a prime example of God's patience with sinners so people can look at my life and realize, hey, if God can save a guy like the apostle Paul, there's hope for me. He can save me too. And so God will use your life as an illustration. And he'll put you in situations so that others can see his character. Hosea's marriage will illustrate Israel's unfaithfulness to the Lord and the Lord's unfailing love for his people. A third thing that we should consider here is how much God's request of Hosea tested Hosea's heart. I mean, come on. God's asking Hosea to marry someone who has a history already of promiscuity, and it's not something that's just in her past. 
a long time ago. That's who he, she used to be. That, you know, and she's a new creation in Christ. The old things pass away. Everything's made new. Praise the Lord for that. But this is a woman who is actively promiscuous. And the Lord tells him, she's going to be unfaithful to you after you're married. And she's going to have children of other men after you're married. This would be very, very difficult for anyone to obey. Now, what if God asks you to do something that you know will be difficult? Or painful? Or heartbreaking? Will you do it? Will you obey the Lord? I'd like to think I would. You know, Hosea is an example of what it means to deny yourself and to take up your cross daily. And he had to take up his cross every day, being married to this woman. This is what a crucified life looks like. This is what it means to put God's will ahead of your own will. And Jesus is the ultimate example of that, right? Gethsemane, he's praying, Father, if there's any way for this cup to pass from me, but nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. Jesus, Jesus didn't want to go to the cross. He didn't want to drink the cup of the Father's wrath. He didn't want to be separated from the Father, but he submitted his own will to the Father's will. And here we see Hosea submit to the Father's will as difficult as it must have been for him. And so he went, look at verse 3, and he took Gomer, the daughter of Debleam, and she conceived and bore him a son. So he goes and he marries a harlot named Gomer. Come on, Lord. I mean, it's bad enough. You want me to marry a harlot, but her name's Gomer? Every time I say her name, I think of Gomer Pyle. You know, surprise, 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 right? I, I, don't, I don't even know her, and I'm making fun of her name. How hard must it have been for Hosea? So notice here in verse 3, she bore him a son. And I want you to note that it says she bore him a son. Underline that word, him This son belongs to Hosea. And then, verse 4, Then the Lord said to him, Call his name Jezreel. For in a little while I will avenge the bloodshed of Jezreel on the house of Jehu, and bring an end to the kingdom of the house of Israel. It shall come to pass in that day that I will break the bow, the military strength of Israel, in the valley of Jezreel. So Hosea was to name his son Jezreel, which means God will scatter. God will scatter. It's usually a a positive word. The Jezreel Valley was the the breadbasket of Israel. It's where all the farms were. Still is today the breadbasket of Israel. God scatters the seed and prospers them there. But here it's going to be used in a negative sense. God will scatter. It will be an illustration of what God will do to Israel. In 722 B.C., the Assyrians will conquer the northern kingdom and defeat them in the Jezreel Valley. And the ten northern tribes will be scattered throughout the Assyrian Empire. God will bring an end to the kingdom of the house of Israel and scatter them like seed. He has- 
details of your life being used as a sign to an entire nation. Well, this was the case for the prophet Hosea. As Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Hosea, we trust that you've been following along and are gaining much truth from God's Word. Here on Ring of Truth, Pastor Dan teaches through the Bible, verse by verse, chapter by chapter. If you'd like to hear this message again or want to listen to additional teachings from Pastor Dan, you're welcome to visit our website at calvaryec.com. Once you get there, you can listen to or download a wide range of previous broadcasts. Just look under the Media tab. Otherwise, you can simply subscribe to our podcast. Our podcasts provide you with up-to-date teachings through the Bible and can be taken with you wherever you might be. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast at our website, calvaryec.com, or just search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. We'd love to hear how Ring of Truth has had an impact on your life, so please let us know by giving us a call at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. Ring of Truth is a ministry of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. We hope you'll be sure to join us again as Pastor Dan continues teaching in this series through the book of Hosea. We look forward to the next edition of Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and am what I know because I know His voice and it only General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.